Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Brett Samara from Studio 344 in Belima Burial. Awesome dude. Really talented person. If you didn't listen to that conversation, go back and check it out after this one. But for those of you who did listen to the conversation, welcome back. Feel free to make yourselves at home, and as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, before we get into everything about today, I'm going to go through my updates. You know what I'm saying? There is a Facebook page for the podcast that you could check out. Just type in Start the Beat with Sykes in your little browser. It'll come up. Give it a like. Stay up to date. That could be cool, right? Or if you want to like stay up to date on a different level, I also have an email account, an email list, I should say, that you could sign up for and stay up to date with my shows that I have coming up and my album that I'm about to release, which we'll get into in a minute, and stuff with the podcast and all that Jimmy Jazz. You can sign up for that at sykes.fanbridge.com. It only takes not even a minute. Helps me out a ton if you sign up for it. And I'm not emailing you every other day or even every week. Maybe every other week, every other two weeks. Not a whole lot of things. But, you know, if you want, if you're interested, just sign up. So, yeah, I got the album coming out, which I have been talking about for the past couple weeks on the podcast. I'm going to be putting out my first single really soon. We're shooting some video stuff in a couple weeks. Lots of cool stuff on the horizon. There's going to be more updates on that elsewhere, not on the podcast. But today on the podcast, we have my new awesome friend, Hannah Altman. And for those of you who don't know Hannah, she is a photographer living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, currently in school and working on a ton of different awesome projects, including my new album. Yes, if you've seen any of the photography that I have released so far for the new Sykes album and anything that I haven't released yet, but you will be seeing eventually, it was all done by Hannah Altman. She is insanely talented, really cool, funny, smart, every other positive sort of thing that you could say about somebody. And yeah, I don't know, we're just going to talk about art and photography and being creative and all that shit. You know, if you've listened to any of these episodes before, that's what they're typically all about. And if you're, again, if you're new to the show, this is your first time here because you're a friend of Hannah or whatever, welcome. We just talk about creative things. Like, I'm fucking rambling and I swear a lot, so apologies. Let's just get on with the show. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. I'm 
things I'm willing to put money into, and you know, I don't mind spending money on things, but when it comes to a microphone clip, <laughs> fuck no, I will tape that fucking thing to that because finding microphone clips for these mics is a pain in the ass. I've looked online; it has to be called something, something specific. Yeah, I've tried like every variation that I could think of. Like, <laughs> It's like a. It, if it works, it, it screws, works. Yeah, it's it it's fine. I really don't care that much. It's just funny. I think sometimes people come over and they're expecting a lot more. Like I'm gonna have some huge, like, <laughs> like it's like an actual fucking like radio station or something. Like no, no, no. It's a table on a keyboard stand <laughs> and a fucking microphone taped to a a boom. So you shoot pictures and stuff. Mm -hmm. Was there a particular picture mm -hmm. that you maybe took? Or, like, maybe, like, a set of photographs that you mm -hmm. took and you were like, holy shit, like, this is kind of, like, what I want to do. Yeah. Maybe. It's, it's weird that you asked that because, like, there really is, like, a super specific picture. Like, I didn't even have a camera yet. I had a freaking camera phone, like, a flip phone, and I took a picture of, like, a stupid flower and it was, like, the dumbest <laughs> picture ever and I loved it so much. <laughs> so, so much. Um... And for some reason, everyone told me I was so good at it because, like, looking at things now, all of them sucked. Like, it's all flowers and trees and other, like, yeah. suburban stuff because uh -huh. that's where I grew up. Yeah. But everyone was super, like, encouraging of it because no one, I was, I'm only the, the only photographer that I know that's from my hometown. Mm. So, um, they were all really encouraging of it and just super excited that I was doing it. So, looking back at those now, like, they're all so terrible. But, uh, there's definitely, like, that exact moment where I was like, wow, this could be really, really cool if I kept going with this. And I was about, like, 13, 12 or 13 when okay. I did that. Yeah. So from there, it's just been, like, I've been even more obsessed. Like, there's n at no point has it ever, like, faltered, which is cool. So it just started with the flip phone. <laughs> the flip phone. And then I had a hot pink camera, like, a point-and-shoot that I lost somewhere in New York. And then I got a real camera and thought, like, okay, I should probably take care of this. That's cool. Yeah. So... What were some of maybe like your first ideas like I'm gonna pursue this as an art right. rather than just like randomly taking a picture of a flower yeah. or something? I definitely got more serious about it when I was like 16. I started like because um, I used to only take pictures of like stuff I saw like flowers and stuff, but I started taking a lot of self portraits when I was 16. Um, and I just, I'm just I've always been interested in like the body, like the female body, a lot of like feminist type art. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that for about like you know, three or four years now. So that's, it definitely started when I was in high school when I was 16, um, just with a lot of self-portraits. Honestly, because I had no other models back then. Yeah. But um, even now that I have access to a lot of models and I have a lot of friends that want to shoot, like, self-portraits are the most important, you know. Where did the, like, feminist female body thing come from? There, I feel like, I don't, I just don't, it was less of, I honestly didn't even know really about feminism until I got to probably like my senior year of high school, but when I first started shooting it, it was just more of like an explanation of myself. And like, then you, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay, it's like, So it's like an explanation of yourself, but then you realize that this explanation has a thing yeah. that's in the world. Yeah. And like, you're like, oh shit, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So when I started to find other artists like that, like Petra Collins, you know, people like that, um, who just do a lot of work, a lot of, uh, Petra Collins does a does an ongoing series called The Teenage Gaze, where she basically she just takes pictures of teenage girls like in just normal scenarios. But for some reason, they're so like all encompassing of all female girls that I saw those and I was like, God, like that's what I'm doing by accident. So cool. once I kind of realized I was doing that, I just it got a lot more specific and a lot more like elaborative setups. So um, it started by accident, but then once I realized it was a real thing, I really liked uh -huh. it. Yeah, I noticed that a lot of your work that I'm familiar with involves like a specific uh like a setup mm -hmm. it's a it's a planned thing it's yeah. not just like a picture of something i mean i'm sure you do that yeah. once in a while but i think you have a lot of work where you actually 
plan and it's a staged photo. Yeah, more and so, yeah, like more and more as I'm like having more photography school experience, uh -huh. like I'm starting to realize that everything is if you take the, everything really seriously, even if you're doing nothing with it, like not even publishing it, it just like it it helps you get a clear message across. Like, you know, snapshots are cool, like quick little pictures are fun. When you're trying to get a serious message across, like you just, you have to think about it more. You think about composition, you think about really small details. So that's like evolving more and more as I'm getting older. Before you took a picture of a flower on your phone, did you have any interest in art? I don't think so. Honestly, I feel like, I, I mean, I like to do like little things. Like I like to paint, I draw, I drew a little, and I still do those things because I'm a writer too. So I like to write, um, but visual media, it was just kind of like photography, and as soon as that took off, it was like the other ones weren't as in, as influential to me as photography was. I like, I guess I drew a lot and painted a lot, but it wasn't very serious. Mm -hmm. You know, as soon as I picked up photography, I was really, really into it. So do you still write? I do, I write, yeah. Okay, um, well, what, what kind of stuff do you write? Because I, I write a lot of prose to go along. I'm just starting to publish this too. Like I just, in the past couple of months, started to... um. Because I used to only have like like a photo blog, and then I just started to post some prose, post some poetry. I do like photojournalism stuff. I'm gonna start doing um, some like music reviews, stuff like that, shooting shows and like reviewing cool. shows soon. So that'll be cool. I just like to write about everything. Okay. <laughs> like everything interests me. So and it makes it just makes more sense to me when things are put right in front of me. So that's why I like to write and I like to take pictures so you yeah. can like see what you're thinking. It's visualized. It's like right there. Okay. So yeah. Now, the music thing, mm -hmm. where does music come into your life? I feel like I learned, I didn't really know anything about like hardcore, like alternative music until my junior year of high school and I actually had a math teacher who like, in like where I grew up, that there's no scene. There's literally no scene sure. at all. Um, but he came and he started teaching and he had like, he's vegan straight edge. He had like his entire body is tattooed. <laughs> and I, so of course that was like shocking to everybody, but I was so interested in it that I started like asking all these questions. He started showing me a bunch of bands. Um, so I started getting into it that way. So I realized that I really liked that too. Cause I feel like my main three interests are like music and writing and photography. So when I can combine any of those two to like have some yeah. overall messages, that's like the coolest thing to me. So, like, a lot of this stuff seems like it probably happened at the same time. Like, yeah, around. Finding music, starting writing, mm -hmm. photography, like this, like... Yeah, I feel like my... Cultural overload. Yeah, like in high school, because I just nothing happened in middle school. Like, I grew up in a very quiet suburban town. Like, really nothing happened. Um, and then at the same time, like, when I was, like, 15, 16, I just started getting exposed to all this stuff. Sure. So I just start like, initially, like, all of the music I was listening to, the writing I was doing, photos I was taking was just reactions to, like, things I was being exposed to. I didn't really realize I was doing specific things until, honestly, until I left and came to college. Um, and I had a few professors tell me like what kind of genres things were <laughs> yeah. and it made me, and they opened, you know, I, uh, started to learn about a lot more different artists, more like history type stuff. Mm -hmm. So I like realized that I'm kind of doing something on purpose now. So it's like more intentional now than it used to be, but it's still like as fun as it is when Do I was doing it. Do you feel like that, does that give you any pressure? Yeah. At all? Yeah. Because now, especially with like all the publications that have uh, just been, that have been happening lately, they're all asking what I'm doing next. And to which, like, I, I know as a general idea, like, I know I'm going to continue to work on, like, gender studies and body studies, but, like, I don't have a specific, like, publication out, like, out in a month, you know, because at the same time, I don't want to, like, force myself to make art because the second I start doing that, it's going to suck. Yeah, and I know totally. it's I know it's going to suck. Totally. Because everything I've done, it's because I've had this very, like, uncontrollable urge to need, I need to create something at some point, like, always. Mm -hmm. So, um, the second that 
um, I'm gonna people ask like what I'm doing next I kind of like feel weird about it because it's it's just weird knowing that there's a lot of like expectation, expectation. Yeah. yeah it's very strange yeah. now I I talked with a friend of mine a couple months ago on mm -hmm. the show it was more than a couple months ago a while ago <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, she paints and draws and stuff but she keeps it so private that she doesn't really, like, only, like, her really close friends have seen her work. Mm. She has it online, but it's not attached to, like, any of her social media stuff. She doesn't release it under her name. There's, like, some pseudo yeah. name that she releases her art under, and mm. she does that because she doesn't want to have that pressure yeah. of being, like, so, like, what are you up to? What have you been doing? Yeah. Like, doesn't look like you've been putting anything out lately, and I feel that sometimes yeah. as a musician and yeah. art guy, like... It's taken me, like, a year and a half to, like, write this damn album and get it all recorded and, well, not necessarily, but, like, write it, record it, get it out, and, like, it's, I'm still working on it. Yeah. And, like, it's, you know, people are like, so what have you been up to? And it's, like, the same thing I was last yeah. time, I'm still working on this same project, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it's, like, I have all this other stuff going on, it, yeah. and it's gonna take however long it takes, but it yeah. sucks when yeah, you it's feel weird. like people are... Where is it? What what are you doing? Yeah, like I, when you first start like getting into something like really heavily, you don't you think like oh this would be great if I could do this professionally, but then when it actually starts to happen and people like have expectations, you're like God, like is this even? It's not because I do want it. Like it's this where I am in life is not where I thought I was going to be at such a young age. Like I wasn't expecting a lot of publication, a lot of like actual freelance work like on a regular basis, but um. I'm happy that I have. It's just, like, very different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I'm still happy about it, you know? Because yeah. I'm still making stuff, like, on on my own leisure, like, doing personal things. It just takes more of an effort. Uh-huh. So. And the other thing, too, kind of going back to you becoming aware that the things that you're doing are a thing and you're part of a genre. Mm -hmm. And you become involved in that community. Yeah. And then you start, like, having, like, you start seeing what other people are doing. And you're like, oh, God, my stuff is... <laughs> shitty compared to this <laughs> like there's this certain like ignorance that made making art so much more fun like mm -hmm. back when I first started doing music I listened to some of the stuff that I made a long time ago now and I can hear the like innocence in it like, wow this is like so cool but the only reason I even thought about doing some of this stuff was because I had no knowledge of what else mm. was going on in the world yeah. it's like as much as you try not to let other things influence you, it's, like, almost impossible. Mm -hmm. I look you know? back at all my other work that's... any. I honestly hate any of my work that's over, like, six months old. Because, sure. like, you have a different mindset back then when you're shooting. You have different influences and all that. So it's just, like, interesting to see. Because, like, what I just published, like, the glitter thing, I'm, I love right now, but I'm sure I'm going to hate it in two months and think it's really stupid. So it's just, like, progress is interesting. <laughs> you just stare at something until you hate it. But you know what's weird is like you might end up hating that in two months mm -hmm. and then in three years you might like go back and just glance at it and yeah. then you're like holy shit this was awesome. <laughs> or even weirder someone else finds it and says like oh this thing you you posted a year and a half ago like like when uh, I showed you the um that bed thing from like I shot that in high school and yeah. that, that just like came back into relevance in such a weird way uh -huh. that I was just like wow like good thing I like keep I keep like excessive files of like everything that I've yeah. ever shot so like I'm realizing now that that's also like a super important part of the process is just to like realize that yeah it sucked but like taking those ideas and making them better is like a really important mm -hmm. part. Yeah I have two songs on the album that I'm putting out that are actually very very old songs that mm -hmm. I just reworked because I was never happy with the versions of them that existed. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, well, let's just redo them, and now I have the band to play them, and like, let's just rework. It's mine. I can do yeah. whatever the fuck I want with it. <laughs> yeah. So, because I had like a song that, in particular, a song about like the way media influences like body image mm -hmm. of people, which is like something you could probably yeah understand. And I really, when I wrote it, I mean, it was an issue, but it's so much more of an issue now, and people are really catching on to it. And it was like, I want to write this song again, because I still feel strongly about mm -hmm. this, but I don't like the way that it was before. Right. When I originally did it, I wrote it, it was very, like, female-specific. Mm -hmm. And now, it's totally, like, either way. Yeah. Like, for guys and girls, mm -hmm. or whatever you want to claim yourself as. <laughs> um, so, I, like rewrote the song, made it like completely gender neutral mm -hmm. and like updated it a bit and wrote things a little better. And now I'm like really, really happy with it. And mm -hmm. it's cool because it's like an old idea but reworked and put yeah. it back into the world. It's just like interpret like time time is really important too. Yeah. Um a lot of like the work that I was making was under like I I've been using the same themes and the same like messages in a lot of my work, but it's just starting to like be relevant and just like there's just like a phase of social media I guess and it just kind of focuses on different things at different times. Like, mm -hmm. right now, people are super into body image and super into media, like, manipulation. Um, and, you know, it won't always be hip, but I'll still always be making it, because mm -hmm. that's what I'm interested in, so that's, like, weird to see. Yeah, I think that with my art, mm -hmm. whatever I do, it's I'm definitely, musically, I'm definitely not on the cusp of anything hip. <laughs> um, I just kind of do what I do. Right. And I've been doing it in times where maybe it might have been a more popular sound and up to now where it's just not. Yeah. But, I mean, I would rather just, like, do my thing mm -hmm. and be, like, recognized for it if I do get recognized for it right. in a genuine way for doing what I do. Right. Rather than, like, constantly trying to conform to, like, the next trend of what people are yeah. liking. Because it's, like, I think the thing with the set that you just did was just, like... Not necessarily luck, but just, like, right yeah. time, right place. Right. I, like, I genuinely, I wish, like, the way that it got blown up in the way it did was a more interesting story. But honestly, I post every, all of my work onto a Tumblr website, and I just posted it and went to bed and didn't really think much of it because I, that's what I do with You've all of You've been doing them. it, yeah. Yeah, and I've been doing that for years, and I woke up and was very excited to have, like, 17,000. Oh, yeah, and that's then now it's like intense. now yeah. it's, like, 400,000 and, like, 40 publications. It's, like... It's just like it doesn't. I feel like I need to process that for about a year before I can like, I can Have like you, look back at it. I mean, whenever I first um, found your website and mm -hmm. I looked through it, it, seemed like you got pretty like good activity on your page, regardless yeah. beforehand. Because I mean, especially like, I cannot fucking figure out Tumblr. <laughs> I just think that it's probably better for you. Be I think Tumblr works best with like photography yeah, and images. Sure. Yeah, but it's like I'm a musician. It's, yeah. it doesn't. I nobody's gonna click play yeah it's definitely a visual website which is i just i've had that for so long and i had i only had about like a thousand followers before this whole thing happened and now i have like 30k just from like just That's from intense. one post blowing up and it's so intense to think about um and again with like people are regurgitating old posts that i like completely even forgot i did that project so it's like strange so, that well you seem like some more attention to your older stuff, yeah, too, yeah. which is good. Yeah, which is good. At least it's, like, the same themes. I feel like if I had been, like, doing different work, I would have probably just not had it on the website. I would have deleted it. But because all of my work has pretty much been the same messages, even though it's different content, that everything is, like, fair game for people to reblog and post. Yeah, and I guess that's, like, a really convenient thing about yeah. the Tumblr format is yeah. that it's 
so easy for people to share it mm -hmm. around. Yeah. Yeah, I was like really, really stoked. <laughs> before, like even before uh, it all blew up, that's mm -hmm. awesome. But I was just stoked for the photos. Yeah, like, this yeah. This is a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, get it. That's what I was just excited to be done with it. I wasn't even, I, it took me about. I was thinking about this project for like a month. It took me like a few weeks to shoot and it just like, it was so, it was just done at such a lax pace. Like it didn't feel like something that was really gonna blow up. So I was just super excited when I published it and I was like, yeah, like this is it. This is what I've been working on. Like, and I didn't really think anything of it until now. Yeah, it's funny, you know, you really don't have any control over what the public is gonna right. go crazy over. You could like be pulling your hair out for a month working on like some grand idea that you're like, yeah, this is it. This is going to be and then it gets, the like, fucking 10 notes. shit. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> you know, just then, you know, it goes over people's heads and yeah. then something that you're not even really thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, just, yeah, it's so, I've had that happen too. It's so, it's so strange to think about like what people latch on. And like also the, the media outlets that have been publishing this are really weird. Like the first one I got was BuzzFeed, which is like a, honestly, I hide BuzzFeed from my Facebook feed because I think it's really, because I think it's stupid. Did you tell them that? No, God. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just, that was the email I woke up to the next day after I published it. And I was like, I mean, I guess I didn't, honestly, didn't really understand the amount of people that look at BuzzFeed, but I guess that's such like a mainstream outlet that it didn't really occur to me how big it was. Um, so that, that, just that post alone, like that, on that website had like a million something views, crazy which, think, it, huh? I, yeah, like that's a lot of eyes like on my work. And th with that comes a lot of like negative comments from like creepy guys, you know? Oh, did that happen? So much of that. I was going to, I was going to ask if there was any sort of negative yeah, there was a lot. I, and I expect that from guys, because, like, usually, like, the stupid guys on, like, Reddit who wear fedoras and, like, are just jerks in general are the ones that are going to comment and be like, oh, girls have equal rights and, like, just think they're right and there's no convincing. But it's, mm -hmm. it's like, almost sad when there's a girl that comments on it and says, like, this is stupid. Like, we don't need feminism. It kind of creeps sure. me out a little bit. Um, so, like, the guy, honestly, the comments don't affect me because, like, I don't know. The work's getting seen, it's causing a reaction, like, you know, whether it's good or bad, it's getting attention, yeah. it's getting people to think, which was, like, the point of it, uh -huh. but the negativity was, like, it, it was Probably just... Probably a lot of negativity. Yeah. Well, it's, like, a lot of views, and then just, yeah. like, Yeah, just whoa. strange. And it depended on the platform, too, because, um, obviously BuzzFeed, like, is anyone and everyone just kind of, like, glances yeah. at BuzzFeed, but then the ones that were more specific, like, I was on a lot of, like, social... Um, justice, I guess, like websites and blogs and stuff where they were all like really positive and then like women's magazines. Um, but then ones that were just like kind of not, not the market wasn't as specific were the ones that were really negative, which was weird. It's weird to like, cause like, I don't care if, um, like me as a photographer, if I don't, if I get shit on, I don't really give a shit. But once they start like complaining about the work, that's when it's like, hmm, it, like, why do you feel so strongly against that work? Like what's... I don't know, it's weird. Facebook comments are weird. <laughs> sure, and I think that the thing too is as an artist, we beat ourselves up really mm -hmm. bad over negative comments. Yeah. It's like, you know, 100, good job, and you're like, word. And then one is just like, eh, fuck that. Yeah. And then you're thinking about yeah, that all day. It's just that like one that, that one, that one asshole. Yeah. They honestly, like, you probably spend a million times more put like so much more energy into wondering why they said that yeah. than probably why they even said it. That's, They're just... It's so true because it takes it like 
that's the thing about social media like you're anonymous to the person you're commenting about like they don't know you you're never gonna I feel like a lot of those negative comments would never have happened if it was in an art gallery first or something if you know well, no one those would... people probably wouldn't have been Ex in an art yeah exactly anyways. um that's just like interesting the like anonymousness I guess of Facebook comments because they're not really thinking about it. They just write, "Oh fuck this," and then they go to they scroll probably, down to the yeah, next they thing. They scroll down to the next thing. Uh, yeah. Fuck this. But it makes me think, like, why did they're like why? the people that are complaining about traffic? <laughs> on their, like, Posting about going to the gym on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I think that you can't really. I usually typically don't take any sort of criticism from anybody else that doesn't do anything creative right, seriously at right. all. I mean, it's. If you don't like what I do, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But if you're somebody that does creative things and you don't like what I do, it's like, well, cool, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, just curious because, like, I'm going to do what I do regardless. Yeah. And I can only have the amount of talent or skill that I can put into it. Right. Like, I'm not going to magically get better or overnight. And yeah. I'm also not going to, like, quit because somebody says that I suck. Yeah. So, but, you know, if somebody can tell me, like, oh, like, you know, I think that this song had, like, a really weak structure or something and it's like okay cool it's something to think about yeah it's something to think about only yeah i guess that's what validates people's arguments is if they're just some random person who just has no idea like who it just isn't invested in art it, you can't really take their comments personally but if it's someone that's like a photo professor who's trying to help you be better and like explain things better then mm -hmm. you just kind of have to like you don't even have to listen, honestly. You just you listen to it and you absorb it, but you don't have to react to it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a it's kind of a, like a a not so kind analogy. Yeah, but it's something like your farts never smell as bad to you <laughs> as they might to other people. It's true. So it's like you know, like what smells so bad about this? Can you can you describe in like any detail? Yep, that's so true. And there's been a, there's been so many projects that I'm sure have been like really awful that I just haven't published. Like I've only published. There's only about like 400-ish projects on that website, but there's probably been at least like a thousand. Like, like even when I'm even when you're shooting, you you end up with like two or three images, and you shoot a couple hundred. Mm -hmm. So, it's just it's strange the amount of like ideas you have, things you see, things you document, and then things you publish. It just keeps getting narrower and narrower. Yeah. So it's like weird when you like go through all that effort and all that thinking, and someone has like the fucking audacity to just comment and be like, "Oh fuck that." Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's because, I mean, immediately now I realize anybody that does that, mm. they do nothing. Yeah. They, because any, even if you don't like it, mm. if you have any sort of like a creative like side to you or do things, you would never say never, that. Never, never. That's even so... Even if you hate it, yeah. you know, that's why I won't even be like, ah, you know, fuck Drake. <laughs> it's just like, it's not, it's, he's, there's a lot of work going into whatever he's doing. Mm. It's just, it's not for me. Yeah. It's like... It's, yeah. Com completely different thing, yeah. you know? It's like... There's such a huge difference. Like, there's so many, like, facets of photography that I'm not particularly interested in, but there's a lot sure. of... But, like, there's no, absolutely no reason for you to, like, disregard it completely. Because if you're under the same sphere, don't, not even just photography, like, all, like, musicians and artists and writers in general, just, like, fucking be nice. Like, support each other and stuff. Like, it's so important. You need more supportive people because it takes one Facebook troll to piss you off for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. So, like, the more support you have, the more commentary you have, it's gonna, just going to be better off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always nice, too, to, like, know that you're not alone mm -hmm. in, like, uh, whatever it is that you do. Right. You know, like, I have a 
bunch of weird rapper friends and people will do music and it's cool to like just like go to shows and hang out and see their work mm -hmm. and like I'm genuinely happy to be there yeah. and I like to show them that I'm happy to be there yeah. and that I support because you need that yeah you, you need know? that any kind of like small community needs to just like be super supportive which is why another like it just ties into why I was like freaked out at the women commenting negative comments because it's literally about women. Like I'm, tr I'm defending you. So you're insulting both me and you when you're saying that this project doesn't mean anything to you. It's just like, ah, just be nice. Oh my God, it's not that hard. Especially like the older people commenting on it were the ones that were always like, not like older people, but like, you know, like suburban moms. That there was a lot of those comments where they were just kind of like, I don't understand why this is necessary. <laughs> and it's just like it freaks me out it just like neg like anonymous well, negativity freaks me out i think too that like some people like that sheltered environment mm -hmm. that you grew up in right a lot of people spend their whole lives in it that's true a lot of people yeah i mean it's i i, I grew up in pittsburgh mm -hmm. i grew up in a big city right and you see a lot of culture a lot of things mm -hmm. but there's the amount of small towns and weird areas in the in the country yeah severely outnumber the big cities it's true and it's hard to for, it's hard to remember that when you live in a city and yeah. you're like around this shit yeah you're day. around it all the time yeah. and the only time that i leave pittsburgh is to go to another big city <laughs> i'm yeah. not just like going yeah. to like random little small town for a week to yeah leave. but that's the majority of america right. is that right so that's why you get so many people especially older people they're so like cultureless yeah. in a weird way yeah Younger kids, I don't think it's so much because the internet is such a big thing mm -hmm. now and we're coming into the first generation of kids that are in high school that have, like, grown up with, like, the internet and, you know, social yeah, media yeah, being a thing access. since they were a child. Yeah. I graduated high school when, like, MySpace was, like, just kind of a thing. Mm. You know? <laughs> so, like, it, it's completely different for me. You yeah. Know? It's like, I didn't have a cell phone in middle school. Right. And things like that. Right. And now it's it's totally different. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. Everybody's it's... so much more connected, which is good for things like social awareness mm -hmm. and the outside world, but right. it's also bad because too much of that yeah. makes people crazy. And... Yeah. And it also, because you get such a sense of, like, the world, like, in an instant you can be on someone's Instagram from, like, Wales. Like, just the most random things ever that didn't exist before when I was... Mm, I guess I, I'm, like, on the cusp of it, too, because I, I didn't have a smartphone until my senior year of high school, but then once I started, like, I think my senior... Junior and senior year is when I started getting really into, like, Tumblr and, like, talking mm -hmm. to people from other countries and, like, just talking to artists, like, like just interacting with people. But if you're exposed to that from a really early age, I feel like it's just... it's creating different like mannerisms which is good because you just like you're more understanding but then it also gives you a mask that you can hide behind on the internet yeah so it, it can go either way you can like on with great power comes great responsibility honestly. <laughs> <laughs> because like you have you have the option to like be reading about anything you want on the internet like you can yeah. but then you have a world of knowledge at your fingertips you, yeah you, you can just you can figure out the history of anything. You can learn about anything, really. Mm -hmm. But people can also use that power to just, like, press like, anonymous. How info. old is Lady Gaga? <laughs> <laughs> then you argue about that for five minutes exactly. and then somebody Googles it. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting. That, like, availability of all the information ever can be such a good thing. But if it's not taken advantage of, it can be a really bad thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like uh, how accessible 
photography is now, mm -hmm. or making music. Yeah, and absolutely. It's so, it's a great thing that it's very easy for beginners mm -hmm. to have access to a starting point yeah. for a very affordable rate, easy to, you know, do, easy to post things, easy to share it with the world. Yeah. That's great. Anybody starting needs that yeah. ability, but it also creates a huge yeah, like where, you, like where do you decipher where the actual quality is? Yeah, you know? it makes it really hard to burst out of that bubble because yeah. you know not everybody wakes up to a look lucky like Tumblr post, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's true. But like, I mean, like at the same time though, it's like that is like a really good example of the quality of the work really just shining through that's and true. people sharing it. That's true. That's true. I think true. that like that's the thing that. A lot of people really don't understand and it happens with music a lot too mm -hmm. for me is like the only way that shit gets around on the internet is it needs to go viral yeah. like if my friend posts a music video that they do and if I think it's cool I'm gonna repost it right because like that's what everybody needs to do yeah. in order for it to get there I can't like just click the like button yeah you know and yeah. then go on because that doesn't it help doesn't at do all anything. like if you really want to help yeah your friends and support share it. It yeah. takes two seconds to reblog it. So true. And then like that's really what breaks things out. Yeah. But I don't think enough people that that don't do creative stuff, which is the majority of the people that we're yeah. dealing with, don't know that because yeah. they're not trying to put things out there. Exactly, yeah. So they it's just like there's a disconnect between people that share like 20 greatest movie quotes you'll yeah, ever hear. Yeah, you'll share that shit all day, yeah. but you won't like, share my fucking song. <laughs> And it's just like, God, that sucks, because you have so much, like, power to get things seen. Yeah. Like, uh, it's so important, but it also blurs the lines between, like, like, especially with, like, visual media, it blurs the lines between what's professional and what's, like, something that goes viral. Because um, on the cover of the New York Times a couple weeks ago, the, the front page of the New York, New York Times was a bunch of Instagram photos of the snow. And it was just like, uh, really, like a sign of the times. It was really, really weird. But a bunch of photographers were freaking out because they're saying, oh, it's going to ruin the craft, you know, that you're like, you're belittling photography into Instagram, like doing all this stuff. And it's just like, it blurs the line between professionalism and like just wanting to share stuff because you're sure. interested in it. So it's, it's just, it's interesting. That's definitely something that's going to develop as social media is developing. Like there has to be some sort of like... Well, yeah, I think that that's like the times and the way people want to consume media. Yeah. Regardless of how we want our projects to be received. Mm -hmm. It's like not everybody is going to go to a gallery to see your art. Yeah. And not everybody is going to go to a record store and buy my record mm -hmm. and go home and play it on their record player that right. they don't have. You right. know, it's like people are going to look at stuff on Instagram though. Mm -hmm. And if I have something on Bandcamp, somebody might click play. Yeah. It's like we still want to put the things out the way that we want to, but yeah. you also have to accept. It's like a, a lot of movie directors now that their stuff goes straight to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that that, like, really, like, burns a lot of people's balls. Yeah. Just, like, fuck, like, I do all this work and I can't even, like, screen it in a yeah. fucking theater, but it's, like, <sighs> nobody wants to go to the goddamn movies. Yeah, nobody does. And that's just, like, so interesting. Like, it, and it's really, like, it changes pace every couple of years, because I think about this all the time. Because um, even, like, a couple, a couple of years ago, Tumblr was a very different place. Tumblr was, like, more of, like, a central hub for visual art, and now it's just kind of, like, it's very more, it's very more, it's, like, very much mainstream, I guess. Yeah, like, I it's just, more widely accepted. I can't, 
I don't, I don't, I, I cannot figure out Tumblr for the fucking life of me. That's okay. I, I, can, I mean, I, granted, I don't spend enough time on it. Mm -hmm. Like, my website right now runs through a Tumblr, mm -hmm. and, I mean, I post stuff on it, like, once a week, I just, but I don't, like, go around liking other people's posts. I don't, yeah. like, re I'm not gonna, re I don't want to reblog other posts because it's, like, well, the yeah. hub for my work. Yeah, yeah. I have a different one where I post other, I, like, repost other people's work and I, like, make an effort to, it just creates a community. Oh, cool. Of, like, of artists. That's what, because that's honestly what it originally started with. I didn't, I had, like, a personal Tumblr first where I just reblogged, like, stupid pictures. Yeah, your website's a Tumblr page. It is, too? yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay, Because right. um, I think, I just think Tumblr is super important. Like, I understand that it's not, like, the most, the most professional looking page but you know I'm also 19 so I'll be making I'll be making a professional page like at some point but I'm not gonna get rid of that tumblr because tumblr just creates a really cool like community of like art like people reblog stuff because they think it's cool and they want it represented on a page that represents themselves which I just think is really like it's a cool thing to do yeah. it's like a visual diary of what you think is cool so it's not like because I think that, like, writing in a literal diary is something that's sort of phasing out and being replaced with, like, blogging. But I don't think that's a bad thing because you're still being, like, you're still putting out thoughts and you're representing things, which I think is yeah. cool. So it just creates a good community that I really like. It goes back to how you want... It's like, if the ultimate goal is for people to just see your work and be able to take it in, mm -hmm. what difference does it really make how it's being done? Sure, oh, yeah, maybe exactly. it's like, oh, like... It sounds so much better if you listen to the record or like, <laughs> oh, you'll really get it if you're like in the gallery and yeah, you see yeah, it yeah. all presented in this way. Mm -hmm. But chances are like a lot of people aren't ever going to really yeah. notice those things that you're expecting mm -hmm. them to notice. Yeah. If you're trying, it's just like, it's just what you're trying to do. If you're trying to like have a, like blow people's minds, but like maybe 30 people put it, put it in the gallery, like, and have that like level of intimacy where they can fully understand this work and talk to you about it. But if you want more people to see it and think about the message, then you just put it on the internet and hope it goes viral. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Cause even if like logistically, okay. So like a half a million people have reblogged this, but probably about a million people. No, I'm going to say a couple million have seen it. So if a couple million have seen it. Um, people go and show it to their friends and then it just keeps getting narrower and narrower as people like reblog it, as people show it to their friends, as people think about the message and as people, you know, try to create something like that of their own, maybe react to it in a mm -hmm. different way, then those numbers get smaller. But as long as you're like inspiring even a few people to like make their own art in that same like genre, that's kind of the point, I feel like. No, the thing is you can't even focus on those numbers. Right. Because it's always a much greater Right. The number's so much bigger because it happens with me. Yeah. I don't get a crazy lot of activity on right. the internet whenever I post things um, compared to other things. Yeah. But probably a, a realistic and fair amount for the amount of work and effort that I put in yeah. comes back. A realistic number. <laughs> mm -hmm. But there's always more people that I will run into that who I can keep track of who's interacting with me online. Mm -hmm. Like I have a good memory. Yeah. But there's people who I run into who are like, yeah, I saw this thing that mm -hmm. you're doing and blah, 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 blah. They never interact, but they're seeing it. Yeah. They just don't click like, or they're not reblogging it, but they're seeing it. Yeah. And Which they're is taking so it in. weird to think about. So there's probably a ton of people mm -hmm. that have been, have, were looking at your work even before That's, this set yeah. got posted and you just, don't know because they don't interact. Yeah, which is strange to think about because when you when you don't have a lot of activity on a page, it, it's more like you think it's more intimate, but 
if there's a ton of people looking at it, it's like, is it really intimate? Mm -hmm. It's strange to think about. It just, when you think of more eyes on you, it puts more pressure on you. I've had this too, which is like a, a reverse thing, which I don't think you would get with photos, but like, uh, I might post a song mm -hmm. and it's like, new song, check it out. And like the status has like a hundred and something likes. Mm -hmm. And then I click the song plays and it's like 40 plays. <laughs> That's, so yeah. it's like there's some people that are like oh maybe I'll get around to listening to that eventually yeah or they just want to like like what I'm doing and show some sort of support which is great but at the same time if you're not actually yeah then taking what's in the, the work that is kind of like a weird yeah that burn. is weird that's definitely something that happens a lot like it'd be like if you had like a like a set of photos and you saw that like the page with the set had like x amount of likes mm -hmm. but the individual pages only had like yeah i don't know if that's yeah it's definitely <laughs> like it's like it's kind of like in like instagram i have a love-hate relationship because i do really like to share my work i like to look at other people's work but at the same time like sometimes i catch myself and i'm just scrolling i'm not even like I'm not really looking at the yeah. work and it's yeah, just you're weird. just kind of like flipping through like taking like a half second yeah. to observe something and then you're just waiting for like some particular thing to catch your eye or yeah. maybe somebody that you know. Yeah, and it's I weird. I do that shit all the when time. Because I, I post, I, my Instagram is just for my work. Like I don't really use social media as like a social thing. I just use it to build up my work. So it's interesting when like I take literally a half a second to look at other people's work when I'm just scrolling and I take so much time into like shooting and editing and posting my own. And I end up staring at my own work on Instagram probably more than like oh, sure. anyone else like looks at it. So it's interesting that my mind might get a half a second. Oh, and yeah, it, it's it creates like it's like not that it's insensitive because it's not like people do it on purpose but it, it's it's like this overload of information and images just makes a lot of it lose meaning uh-huh i mean it's i put how much time into making a song mm. that's three and a half minutes long yeah that you know like some people might only listen to half of it yeah and be like like eh. how many people are gonna like listen to my music over and over and over i mean I don't expect, I mean, like, I have albums that I love that I will go for months without listening to. Yeah. I might only listen, like, I might put it on just listen to, like, half of the first side. Yeah. And, like, I love this album, but I actually don't, it's like I've heard it once and it lives in my brain. Yeah. But, so it's like people might remember your images. That's true. That's but they true. might, like, take the time to actively engage with it all the time. Because there's true. so much stuff going on, and that's something that you don't have any control over. Yeah. And there's no way you'll ever know. <laughs> you can't force what, people, like, yeah. you can't be like, listen, look at this picture for at least 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, that's weird. That, I think that's, that's the hard thing with making art. Yeah. Is the, the amount of time that you put into it, and then... The amount of time people give it is horribly lopsided. Mm -hmm, absolutely. But then, like, I can't, like, I do the same thing to other people's artwork. Yeah. So, like, I can't even get, like, offended Well, that's why you it. understand it. Yeah. That's that's how I am. That's yeah. how I, like, kind of came to terms with that uh, whole, there's always more people observing your work than social media yeah. likes will allow you to think. Because... There's bands that I love, and I'm not, like, liking every post yeah. that they do. I'm yeah. not always reblogging everything that I see, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it's there, and I'm aware of it. Yeah. And I catch myself doing this, and I'm like, oh, this is probably what most normal people do. Right. Just so, because they aren't interacting doesn't mean that they aren't seeing it. Yeah, because there's definitely that, that, like, trend of just social media in the past few years where, like, your likes and your followers matter. Like, it's kind of, like, indisputable at this point where if you go to a photographer's page and see that they have 100K, you're like, oh, they must be an established photographer. But, um, 
it's honestly like not really a way to gauge your actual audience and interaction. No. So it's just kind of like, it, it just is a number. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's weird, you know, I will post something on Facebook just like, like a song. Mm. And it gets, you know, whatever attention it gets. But then I might just like post a smart ass comment and it's just like, <laughs> like, you know, like, uh-huh. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, like, 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 like. <laughs> it's like, should I just be like a, like a social media comedian or something? But it's like, no, I make, at the end of the day, I think it's really easy to get caught up in all this shit mm -hmm. and worrying about if people were paying attention to it. But the only reason I'm still doing this shit is because I like doing it and yeah. I want to put it out there. Yeah. You know, I guess you can get really caught up in who's paying attention to it and blah, 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 blah. But really, I, I guess I don't care. That's probably the difference between, because there is all this like overload of visual information and songs and whatever, but that's the difference between people who really are into it and people who are doing it for viewers. Like that's, that's what makes the difference between like an actual... But then I feel like you can't say that you're not a photographer if you're only into it for like the amount of likes you get. Because like, so, that's like an activity for some people, but if you're so deeply invested into photography that you don't even publish half your shit, mm -hmm. but you just love to make it anyway, that's probably the difference, and that's the way to dis to make a distinction between all like... Well, I mean, people do different things for different reasons. Yeah. You know, there's people that don't eat meat because they're like, I like animals. There's people that don't eat meat because they're like, I need to lose weight. Mm -hmm. There's people that, you know, whatever. Yeah. Everybody does things for different reasons. Yeah. And if... As long as their reasons are genuine and they're being true to themselves, you can't really be mad. Yeah. Like, if somebody's like, I just want to make stupid rap music to, like, get bitches and stuff. <laughs> well, hey, if you're genuine about it, cool. Like, don't... Yeah. If you're not going to, like, pretend like you're some sensitive dude that's just trying to get butt, <laughs> then, you know, just let me know. Like, mm -hmm. if all you care about is money and drugs or whatever, great. Yeah. Just be true to yourself. That's the overall <laughs> That's the overall <laughs> message here. Podcast. Just be true to yourself. <laughs> so, and, uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for coming over. Yeah, for sure. This, this was fun. Mm -hmm. Tried not to, uh, talk too much about stuff. I was hoping that these, this was a little bit different than all the other interviews that you've had to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Less on, like, one specific project and more on just, like, art as a whole. Mm -hmm. But it's, I mean, it's, I'll always talk about art. It's always fun to talk yeah. about art. I'm going to post, like, a link to your stuff and whatnot. Is there anything in specific that you would like to plug or talk about? No, just website, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. There's a link to the website in the description. You don't got to say it. Because <laughs> there's still a link there. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's so weird, like, <laughs> bye, and then I, like, hit stop, and, like, we're still here. <laughs> And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for sticking around. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the conversation. Hannah's fucking cool as hell. I am really happy that I met her. I'm going to be working with her on some creative things as much as I possibly can in the future before she gets too cool for me and too cool for Pittsburgh and moves on to bigger and better things because it's bound to happen. So I got to get get what I can out of her while she's still here. No, I mean, I, I, I genuinely like her a lot. And I'm really glad I got to talk with her. Wish her nothing but the best. If you're still listening, Hannah, you're awesome. Good luck with everything. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I am Sykes.
Start the Beat 2015. Whoop! Woo! Thanks for listening.